This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. It's Monday, March 13th, and here's what to know this week in the market. Two key economic data points ahead of the Federal Reserve's next policy meeting will greet investors in the week ahead, as the eyes of the investing public and beyond will remain locked on the latest developments in the fallout from Silicon Valley Bank's collapse last week. The February Consumer Price Index, or CPI, on Tuesday, and the February read on retail sales out Wednesday morning, will likely firm up investor expectations for the Fed's next policy move. Consensus forecasts are calling for a CPI to rise 6%, over last year on a headline basis and 5.5% on a core basis in February, according to data from Trading Economics. A 6% increase in inflation would mark the slowest annual increase in consumer prices since September 2021. Investor focus on the Fed's next steps, however, has been usurped as the top focus for investors in recent days with Friday's shock collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and fears over what the second-largest bank failure in U.S. history could mean for the broader financial system. How futures open Sunday evening, and what follow-through, if any, there is into Monday's trading session, will be crucial in setting the tone for the coming week, and it will provide a clue as to whether investors agree with many initial reactions to Silicon Valley Bank's collapse, namely, that this represents a unique failure rather than the beginning of something larger. The scale and particular challenges that took down Silicon Valley Bank are unique. Its exposure to the cash-burning tech world, most punished by investors during the Fed's rate-hiking campaign, being at the top of this list. But the general story of a surge in deposits in 2021, outflows in recent months, and losses in securities portfolios is likely to challenge some regional banks in the near term. A Bloomberg report late Saturday said the FDIC, which took control of the bank on Friday morning, was working to make whole a portion of uninsured deposits held with the bank with the outlet reporting payments between 30% and 50% of deposits were being discussed. Officials from the Fed and FDIC have also discussed establishing a fund to backstop deposits from other institutions that might face a crisis similar to what took down Silicon Valley Bank in the coming weeks, Bloomberg reported. Across the Atlantic, UK Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt said the British government has been working to ensure any UK firms facing cash needs from SVB's failure, are able to meet their cash flow requirements to pay their staff. Semaphore reported over the weekend hedge funds have been reaching out to startups with cash stuck at Silicon Valley Bank, with offers to buy their deposits at a discount, as some companies face a cash crunch with payroll looming 
and a potentially long road ahead to being made whole on money deposited with the failed bank. This comes as regulators feel out buyers for Silicon Valley Bank, as well as the wealth management, investment, and securities business housed under the bank's former parent company, SVB Financial. Employees of the failed Silicon Valley Bank will remain employed for 45 days before being let go, Bloomberg reported Saturday. The FDIC's latest update on the situation as of Saturday evening said all depositors will have full access to their insured deposits no later than Monday morning, March 13, 2023. The FDIC will pay uninsured depositors an advance dividend within the next week. The FDIC added, uninsured depositors will receive a receivership certificate for the remaining amount of their uninsured funds. As the FDIC sells the assets of Silicon Valley Bank, future dividend payments may be made to uninsured depositors. For the latest market news, visit yahoofinance.com and find us on social media at Yahoo Finance. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.